Good morning. It's Money Talk with James Ross. It's coming up to a quarter to nine. Speaking of ETFs, in your money today, Carolyn Wright continues the discussion on what you need to know about ETFs. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Well, I am joined again today by JF, who is head of exchange traded products of HKX, to continue our dive into what investors need to know about ETFs. Thanks for joining me again, JF. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. So this time we're going to take a look at the ETF's market's liquidity, which is a key consideration for investors. So how can investors evaluate liquidity within the ETF space? There are several parameters that investors can look at when they try to assess the liquidity of an ETF. Um, First, they can look at the liquidity of the underlying market um, tracked by the ETF. Um, ETFs are first and foremost the fund. Um, So if the fund invests in a market that's liquid, um, then it will be easier for the fund to purchase and to sell the underlying securities. So looking at the underlying market gives a pretty good indication of um, the implicit liquidity of an ETF. Um, Then I would say look at the number of ETF uh, market makers um, covering the ETFs. The more liquidity providers are able to quote and price an ETF, the more likely that prices will be um, competitive. And I would say it's also important to look beyond the turnover that um, you may see on screen as ETFs um, in Hong Kong are covered by market makers. These market makers have quoting obligations um, in terms of spreads, quantity. Um, So although there may not always be turnover on the ETF itself, it does not mean that ETFs cannot trade because market makers will be quoting um, prices during the day. So you talked quite a bit about uh, market makers there for ETFs. What what exactly are, are the roles that market makers play here? So market makers are here to provide uh, prices, both on the bid and the offer during the day, during um, trading hours and the um, stock exchange. Um, they are really here to provide liquidity so that investors can both buy and sell um, ETFs during the trading hours. Market makers are subject to a number of obligations, including, for example, spreads. Um, so the spread between the bid and the offer, the quote, must meet um, certain criteria, depending on the ETFs. Um, they must also uh, show a certain size um, in terms of their bid and offer prices. And their role is also to contribute um, to ETF prices, staying close to fair value. Um, and that, that's a really important mechanism that's um, also being managed by the creation redemption process which takes place in in the primary market and that market makers can leverage if they were to identify um, price inefficiencies on exchange. Now, something else you mentioned just there, creation and redemption. So what is the creation and redemption process of ETFs? The creation redemption process of ETF is effectively the process that will enable a fund, an ETF, um, to increase or decrease its number of ETF units. Um, So for example, if um, today there is an investor buying a significant amount of ETF units um, and there is no 
seller of these ETF units, then the market maker will be able to work with the ETF issuers to create these additional ETF units um, in order to meet that demand from the investors. And the way that the ETF creation takes place is effectively um, the market maker will deliver the underlying securities and or some cash uh, in exchange for additional ETF units. And that process is vital to the well-functioning of um, the ETF market and contributes to ETF prices staying close to their fair value um, during um, trading hours. So what about, what about redemption? The redemption would be the opposite mechanism, um, whereby um, if um, investors sell um, a significant amount of ETF units, then market makers will buy these ETF units um, and then they will be left with um, a significant inventory of ETF units and they may not want to to hold that inventory, so they have the option to um, work with the ETF managers to redeem the ETF units, and what they will do in that case is they will deliver the ETF units to the manager, and the managers will, in exchange, deliver either the underlying securities or cash. Okay, now let's take a look at something else, which is the short selling activity of ETFs, which is relatively high uh, compared to stocks. So, so what's your take on, on that and how is that related to the market makers? So short selling turnover for ETFs, I would say, is fundamentally different from the short selling turnover that um, we may see, for example, on single stocks. Um, so as mentioned just now with the equation redemption process, let's take, for example, an investor buying a significant amount of an ETF. Um, the market maker may not hold inventory. So in order to be able to trade against investors, they will commit to sell the ETF, but they will not own the ETF. So as a result of that, the market maker is selling short the ETF. Um, and in order to, to close their short position, they will create the ETF units in order to settle with the investors. So, so in that case, the point of origin was an investor is looking to buy a significant amount of ETF units, and it led to the market makers having to sell short the ETF units. So for ETF short sell turnover, it may actually mean that um, there is demand for the ETF. So it may be an indicator of positive market sentiment, which is very different from what we see perhaps for single stocks, um, where um, it may not be an operational matter. Thank you so much for explaining all of that around ETFs. That's JF, who is head of exchange traded products of HKX. And don't forget that there are also plenty of resources about ETFs available on the HKX website if you want to know more. Thank you very much for, for joining me on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, JF.